Welcome to a beautiful life podcast by a millennial for millennials who want to embrace all areas of life from mindset to aesthetics and everything in between. I'm your host, Kaylee Karcher, and I'm so excited you're here. Tune in each Monday for new episodes that will entertain and inspire you to show up as your version of your best self and start living the beautiful life you deserve. Hello guys, welcome back to A Beautiful Life Podcast. Today's episode, as you can see, is affordable beauty products that I swear by. So all of these beauty products are things that I've been using consistently for years or things that I used for a while, took time off from, came back, and they were still just as good. I have tried to do this as a blog post numerous times, but just like everything, I just felt like it didn't translate as well. So I will be making like an infographic little list to go along with this, but um, I hope that you can hear the passion in my voice based on this podcast about these products. Um, And if you didn't know, when I started my blog back in 2016 as Obsessed With Everything, I actually started it mostly as a beauty blog and most of the blog posts on the blog were... Um, most of the blog posts on the blog were beauty and like product reviews and that kind of thing. I was going through a makeup artist course at the time, so I was just like really into makeup. And then I realized that I I actually was not really into makeup at all because I have hooded eyelids, so eyeshadow just doesn't have the same effect on my eyelids as it does on other people's eyelids. Um, and that's also the same for eyeliner and all that. It just doesn't just doesn't look how I want it to look ever and I always thought it was because I was doing it wrong but it's actually just because the way my eyelids are it just it just makes my eyes look smaller and they're not I don't have huge eyes anyway so I need them to be as big and bright as I possibly can anyway all that to say is that I am actually not passionate about makeup the way I thought I was, but I am passionate about skincare and like beauty hacks and just doing things in the most streamlined, efficient way that I can with like as little product as possible and as little maintenance as possible. I think a lot of people are um, surprised to hear me say that I'm not that high maintenance and of course, you know. A little bit of high maintenance is great, but I am like, I'm just so lazy with makeup. Like, I will choose to not wear makeup because I'm like, I got my future selves back and I just do not want to wear, or I don't know, I don't want to have to take off my makeup at the end of the night. That is worst case scenario for me. I hate taking off my makeup, but I would never not take off my makeup. So like, I know I'm going to do it type of thing so yeah so I am extremely passionate about beauty products not as much makeup products and there are a couple makeup products on this list but more um, overall beauty kind of things and if you didn't notice this is the 10th episode so I did do 10 products um, or 10 10 things eh, I guess they're all products Most of them are products. There's like a couple that aren't products, but for the most part, they're all products. They're all super affordable. And another thing on top of being affordable is that most of them are affordable in aesthetic because I just love a cute product. I love a shelfie, 
which is a beauty shelf selfie, if you didn't know. But I guess we can just jump right into this episode. It is Sunday morning. This episode comes out tomorrow. Thank God I live with my editor, <laughs> Jay. Um, I just had a really busy week, so I didn't have any time to record and I knew that I would this weekend, so I wasn't stressed about it or anything. But you guys are getting almost a live version of Kaylee. So I hope that really gets you going. <laughs> anyway, let's just get into the episode. And I will start off with my first holy grail product of all time. And if you follow me on Instagram, you might know this about me. But I am obsessed with coconut oil for so many reasons but the two main reasons that I use it is as a makeup remover on the days that I do um pull myself together and put makeup on make it's the best makeup remover and I know that it's not filled with a bunch of chemicals or anything so it's not going to clog my pores or like give I have really sensitive skin so it's not going to give me a rash or anything like that and the second way that I use it and this is the more important way is as my body moisturizer but I've heard so many people tell me that they can't use it as a moisturizer because it's so greasy and I feel the exact same way. And so the only time that I use it as a body moisturizer is right after I've gotten out of the shower. And I learned this little tip from Kelly Ripa <laughs> of all people. Um, when I get ready in the morning, I just keep on like the TV because Larry likes to have TV in the background. He hates like total silence. So I'll just keep on like Kelly and Ryan when I get ready and one day she said that the key to moisturizer is to do it while you're still in the shower so and I don't do it while I'm still in the shower but I do use the water from the shower to mix with the coconut oil and it makes it just absorb into your skin way better because your pores are still open from the shower and it also just takes away any greasy feeling and it's so amazing I literally put it on my entire body like all the way up to like basically my jawline and I also do put it on my face but the reason that I don't put it on my face immediately is because I want to get my serums and like skincare products on before I put oil because it's just such a an unbreakable barrier that it's hard for products to get through oils. The second product that I swear by is the NYX or NYX I think it's NYX NYX Clear Brow Gel. It is three to four dollars on Amazon. I can't remember if it's three or four, sorry. But it is amazing. It's obviously clear. It has a great hold. Um, it's three dollars, like I just said. And I also have tried the Anastasia Beverly Hills Clear Brow Gel because one of my favorite bloggers recommended it as being like her favorite. And Honestly, I prefer the NYX. It has a strong hold that's somehow a little bit more gentle, so it's not like... Sometimes with the Anastasia Beverly Hills Clear Brow Gel, like, if you put your eyebrows a certain way, like, that's how they're going to be, which sounds nice, but, like, there's no room for error where the Clear Brow Gel... So the NYX one, I will... Um, brush my eyebrows the way that I want them and then I will clear brow gel them the way that, that I want them and then I'll let them dry and then I'll kind of just go back and like um, mess them up a little more so that they still have that stickiness in the hold but they're not like perfectly messed up or perfectly placed so it's not like too calculated looking I guess even though as you can tell it's very calculated <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so super affordable. I always just order it right off Amazon, but I think you can just get it at like Target, probably Walmart, Ulta, I know, all the places. So my third product that I swear by, and these aren't going in order, but they're kind of going in order of like what popped into my head most of like what I'm just obsessed with. So the third product is the Tanologist Tanning Drops, and these were an answer to my prayers, honestly, because I always, my body skin gets like way more tan than my face skin, and even like when my face does get some color, it just never is like that total tanness that like my body gets where, it, I don't know, like it always just feels pale and like blotchy or whatever it is. So the Tanologist Tanning Drops are insane. They're amazing. You add them to your moisturizer and mix it in. So I'll just um, squirt my moisturizer into my hand and then put like a little puddle of tanning drops and then mix it in my palms. I take off all of the jewelry that I usually wouldn't take off for like a normal shower. I put it on my whole face, my neck, my ears. The important part is to make sure that you like actually get it on um, the back of your neck and like on your shoulders your collarbone so I'll usually like put all the like fresh cream right on my face and neck um, and then with the rest like when you can still feel that there's some that needs to be rubbed in then I'll go like almost into my hairline on the back of my neck so that it just I just don't want you to be able to like see a clear line of like tan and then the back of my neck is just white and you're like what what's going on here because I've seen that with regular makeup and it's not cute. So definitely make sure to get it like I, I like do it all over my shoulders and then you're supposed to wash your hands after. But before I wash my hands, I even just like rub my my forearms so that I can just make sure to get like all of the tan off. And like obviously then it gives a little bit of color to my forearms, too. And I always buy the dark, um, which I've used the medium too and the medium is nice but the dark is just like that like the effect I want. Um, so I will put that all over my face, neck, shoulders, forearms, um, chest just to like blend it out a little bit and my favorite part about it is that it's clear so and it's non-condogenic, condogenic yeah. So it doesn't clog your pores and like I already said I have super sensitive skin so um, if it did clog your pores, I would know about it because I would definitely be breaking out. It never makes me break out. Like when I was in high school, because this has been like a problem where my face doesn't tan for like my whole life, I would sometimes literally use my Jergens like body tan and just like put it on my face. And that did always make me break out. And it was just way too harsh for a face. Like it was too dark. Um, and the best thing about the tanning drops too is I will have like a day in the week where I like go hard and like do like a thorough application and then throughout the week every few days if I feel like the tan's kind of going away then I just add more drops to my moisturizer and do like a light a light application which I think it really works and I'm obsessed with it and I've recommended it to countless people um they're just the best and um, I actually reached out to them on social media or tagged them a ton of times and eventually they asked if I wanted to be on their PR list which was great because then they sent me their whole line so they sent me like their body tanning water which is just like a spray mist and that's amazing too but to be honest 
Um, I'm usually just too lazy and don't have the motivation to like self tan my whole body because that is like a project. Even with the tanning water, it makes it a lot easier, but it's still just like I don't got the time for that. So, um, but I would recommend if you are someone who does feel like you have the time for that. <laughs> the next product that I swear by is an eye cream. And the reason I say eye cream and not the specific brand is because there's a few different ones that I've used that are super affordable and that worked really well. And like, I don't know, for some reason, these, the eye creams, I'm like always on the hunt for like even better, even though all of these have been incredible and I love them and will definitely eventually buy them again. But just love trying products sometimes so I have three recommendations one is the inky eye cream it's like nine dollars one is the versed eye cream I think it's called um emergency eye cream I'm gonna have to find a link to this and then put it either in the notes or just on social media because there is a serum from verse that's like a vitamin c under eye serum and to be honest I never saw really any uh, benefits from that one, but there's one that's, it's in a uh, seafoam green tube, and I, from the recommendation of the brand, put it in the freezer, or in the fridge, and just put it on, it's so nice, you literally like can watch your pores just like shrink up, and then I recently, most recently, just bought the milk cooling gel for under my eyes, and that, it's nice, like I, I like it and I'm going to use it until it runs out kind of thing, but I haven't seen a huge difference. And this is a product that I've actually been thinking about buying for like a long, long time now, like at least a year um, because I had like huge expectations for it. So maybe that's why I'm not like so, so obsessed, but it still is nice. Like I, I still would recommend it, but I would recommend it after I already recommend the first two. And the um, going back to the inky, um, I think it's a new line at Sephora right now, so um, you can definitely get it at Sephora, and it's like the most affordable line they have. I really like that their eye cream because it has a little, um, like a metal, not a roller ball, but like just like a little metal piece on the tip to to like cool as you apply, and that it really does help a lot. Like I really really like that part about it, so. I definitely recommend that um and I just love eye creams in general because I hate feeling puffy especially when I feel like I have like bags or I have puffy bags so even if they're not doing what I hope they're doing they're at least making me feel like they're working and that's all I could ask for so I just love an eye cream and recently just because of masks I I had a time where I was going through like extremely bad mask knee over the summer and it's because I was wearing makeup with my mask a lot and so I just stopped wearing makeup altogether I well I do my brows and mascara but the rest I just don't put anything on my face because you can't see it anyway and it's just clogging up my acne so the reason I'm bringing that up right now is because skincare has become a lot more important to me especially little little things like having an eye cream because I'm not putting makeup on so I need like something to make me just feel like brighter and fresh and and this is this is it it's eye cream the next holy grail product I have and this should have been more near the top just because 
we've had such a long relationship. It's Batiste Dry Shampoo, and if you follow me on social media at Kaylee Karcher underscore, then you know that I have been using Batiste since... It has to be since high school. Like, I have been using this dry shampoo for longer than, like, any other product. I just love it so much, especially if you're blonde or even dirty blonde, like, darker blonde. It, I, <laughs> I like to say that it gives me, like, highlights because every time I, like, apply a fresh Batiste, first of all, it just refreshes your hair, like, better than any other dry shampoo I've ever tried. And it also, like casts like a whiteness which I know if you're brunette that's probably the reason that you don't like it but for blondes it like brings out my lighter highlights it just looks so good it smells good it works amazingly and although the prices are climbing I have to say it is still like pretty affordable so I love Batiste and I'm sure you know about Batiste or that you know someone who also is obsessed with it it's just amazing it's just so, so good, and it always does what I need it to do. And then related to hair, the next product that I'm obsessed with that I've – I actually just started using again, but I did use it for a long time, and since I started using it again, I'm like, this is the shampoo for me. The Verb Ghost Shampoo, it's made for fine hair, and – I think people would be surprised to hear that I have fine hair because my hair is like I have a ton of fine hair. I have like the thickest hair, but every strand is thin. And so my hair acts like it's thin in terms of like being weighed down by products, that kind of thing. The Verb Ghost Shampoo, it genuinely is like a weightless shampoo and just like it really cleans my hair. But the biggest tip that I have for this shampoo and also just for any shampoo if you want your hair to feel like its best self every single time is to double shampoo and don't put conditioner on in between the shampooing like I literally will just shampoo I usually start with the top of my hair and then obviously like rinse it out and then when I go back the second time I'll start with like underneath the bottom of my hair and then bring it up to the top again but I always double wash double shampoo and I just think it makes my hair feel way more like bouncy and light when I get out of the shower and I there's never any product or anything left in it because of the double shampooing and it's important to also note that when I shampoo I only do the the roots of my hair so like of course the shampoo will run through the strands of my hair but like I only like do a massage to my scalp around the roots and I never focus shampoo on the ends because then it'll help dry them out and I guess since we're here talking about hair I also almost never use conditioner which is like controversial but I've noticed a huge difference in my hair you may have heard me talk about the fact that I only wash my hair once a week and something that's helped with that a lot like helped even not have to use dry shampoo as much is not using conditioner because it would just like make my hair just like get greasy quicker and I didn't notice a lot of benefits the only time I'll really use conditioner if it's been like a few washes in a row so basically if it's been weeks in a row that I haven't used it and I'm just feeling like a little bit dry but it hasn't caused any sort of extreme dryness or anything like that so definitely try that out the next um, beauty product 
and I this is more of like a method. Blush on the nose is incredible. So I forget, I forget where I first saw it. It could have been TikTok. I don't know. Guys, you have to do blush on the nose. Blush on the nose, I've noticed in pictures like on Instagram and everything, it has totally changed my makeup game and I feel like I always just feel like way prettier when I have blush on the nose and the reason for that is because it gives you and like obviously do you blush on your cheeks too use the same color so that it's not like you have a million colors on your face but it gives you just like such a perfect um sun-kissed look because like when you get sun-kissed your nose obviously gets affected because I took a makeup artist course I know that it is blush is like a weird thing in the makeup world because like I was obviously learning from a professional makeup artist and he had a lot to say about um, YouTube makeup artists which is kind of funny because at the end of the day it's makeup art so you can make up your own rules or whatever and one of the things that he said which is like a, a blush faux pas is to never like get it too close to your nose or it's gonna like look weird and so like at first I would try to not go near my nose and like the second I put it on my nose I was like this is amazing it looks so much better so I just I just can't recommend putting blush on your nose enough and so what I'll do is I will do my bronzer when I do wear makeup I'll do my bronzer I'll do blush on the nose and cheeks and then I'll Depending on if I went a little too hard, like if the color is just like really saturated, then I'll do another little like sweep of bronzer to blend it out. But if I don't need that, then I always just go over the blush um, and over my whole makeup with a layer of clear translucent setting powder just so that it's kind of blended and nothing is kind of like popping out too much. Um, and I've found that that really works. And my only other tip for blush, because I know I'm not really recommending like a specific blush product in this one, is to go online and take some sort of quiz to find out what your skin undertones are because that's going to help you find your, your best blush. Like for me, a peachier blush is like a better blush for me than like a, uh, I can't even think of like another undertone, whatever. You guys know. Like a, a peachy blush just works for my skin tone the best, like a peachy pink. And everyone obviously has totally different undertones and skin tones. So like what works for me isn't going to be like the best one for you. But the reason I'm saying to like make sure you find the best one for your undertones is because to get like a, a natural looking sun kissed look, you need to have a color that looks like your face would naturally produce, you know, like it just makes sense. So blush on the nose, honestly, like since it's a method and not a product, if you have to take like one thing away from this, I really just want you to try blush on the nose. It just looks so good. The next product that I swear by that is affordable and I've used for years and years is the Alba Botanica Deep Clean Astringent. And you've also heard me talk about this on social media a million times. This Deep Clean Astringent so I my skin type I never well sometimes I do but I really don't get like a pimple where like I have a whitehead and I've never had an issue with acne with whiteheads I've always had acne that's under my skin that's swollen and painful and just 
like huge like it just sucks like it's just the worst and the only thing that I've found that consistently just can like blast it out of my system is this deep clean astringent and it's important to know this is like a spot treatment so for me I use it I just like a bottle that you just pour out like onto a cotton ball or something but I always use a paper towel I just feel like it works better and so I just pour it onto the paper towel and then just put it on my problem areas and the thing about this product is that if I like when I was having really bad maskne I hadn't been using this product for a long time just because I wasn't really having issues with under the skin acne the way that I had in the past but with my maskne I obviously knew that I had to turn to this the astringent because it's saved me so many times before and I bought it and it did help the only thing I that you have to be careful of a lot of times with acne I was listening to I mean I've listened to a ton of skincare podcasts but I listened to the specific one that really made it connect for me and I apologize to this person that I cannot remember who it was but it was on the skinny confidential podcast but she was saying that before you can dry out an acne just one pimple or like a whole patch you have to remove the infection because that's essentially what acne is and so when I got my mask knee I had like pimples I've never had before but they were still kind of like under my skin but if I went to pop them they would like easily pop I don't know it was really weird I've never had anything like it before but so then before I used this astringent I I like went in and popped all of those little pimples on my cheek and then I used the astringent and I kind of like saw how how that works because it did like almost immediately work with all the ones that I popped and then there was like a layer that I hadn't been able to pop because it caused inflammation when I did the popping so then there was like a couple more pimples and they didn't go away right away with the astringent because I hadn't like removed the infection yet so always safely remove the infection if you can't get to a dermatologist or afford a dermatologist just look up a youtube video from like a skincare doctor because they know that you're going to pop pimples at home so they have a lot of helpful tips for doing that safely and not destroying your skin so do that and then this astringent just has really changed my life like i literally had i just had it all over my cheeks and it was just embarrassing not not because it's embarrassing like what other people are thinking about me but like i just know that my skin isn't usually that bad so like I hate when like I don't know I just hate going out in public and having like horrible skin when like it's not what I'm used to you guys get it everyone hates acne obviously but this deep clean astringent is like less than ten dollars it's the best spot treatment and I don't use it when I'm not feeling like I'm having a problem so you don't have to like have this be in your skincare routine every single day for the rest of your life like I just have it for when I do have some sort of flare-up happen and then I can just use it It gets the job done and it always works the next the next product that I highly recommend is the Vivian Sabo premier mascara on Amazon it's like a French brand um I don't even know how I found it but I I if you didn't know I had eyelash extensions um continuously for four years and I freaking love them I hope to someday get back to them but 
Um, when I moved to Nashville, my aunt was doing them back in Massachusetts. And then when I moved to Nashville, I just didn't find someone who did them. And so I just let them all fall out. Maybe I plucked one or two out. Who can know? And then I had to switch to mascara. And so the thing that I was looking for was something that doesn't flake, doesn't smudge, and that is super buildable so that I can at least have that like thick, voluminous look of having eyelash extensions because I just love them so, so much. And this mascara is all of those things. It It's like $9 on Amazon. Um... And this is like one of the products that like I've loved so much that I have consistently bought it before I even ran out of the other one because it's just so good. It's a thin brush. So I know a lot of people love like a fat bristle brush. I hate a fat brush because bringing it back to the beginning of the episode when I talked about my hooded eyelids, I just don't have a lot of area to work with. Like I don't like it's very easy for me to get mascara on my eyelid and mess it up because of how small my my eyelid area is so I need a thin brush and this is really nice because it goes on in a thin layer but once it dries it's just so buildable and it's obviously super affordable it's so good and since we're here I guess I'm just going to give you a couple little mascara tips so the first thing that used to trip me up and that I learned and it's been life-changing is that the reason when you apply multiple layers of mascara that your eyelashes start to like really clump up is because you've you haven't waited enough time to apply the second coat before like you haven't let the first coat dry or the second coat dry before you apply the next coat. So you have to let the coat dry wait longer than you think and then apply the next layer and it is game changing. It does not clump your lashes. It's just like it makes such a huge difference. The second thing that I see that is always like kind of like shocking to me that people don't think about this. If you are putting mascara on and you get mascara on your eyelid like right behind your eyelashes and like people don't wipe that off, like people can see that. Like I used to think that like people wouldn't be able to see where the mascara came off onto my eyelid because like I can barely see it because like when I look at myself, my eyes are open, but like you close your eyes in front of people all the time and look, look down and all the things like people can see where you got mascara on your eyelids. And like, I see so many people just not wipe it off of their eyelids when they're done doing their mascara, like wipe that ish off and it is going to make a huge difference. Like it, it not only will just make it look cleaner, but it also will help like kind of brighten your eye back up because you don't have like a mess around your eyes. Um, so you got to think about that stuff guys. Oh, and then for another mascara tip. So I'll usually start by like just putting it on the way everyone puts their mascara on, but then I will flip my brush so that I'm like only using the tip of the mascara brush and, and kind of like get in the details and like help to shape the eyelash using just the tip of it and also apply more product in spots that I just that are like smaller that I feel like didn't get as much mascara as I hoped they did the first time so just uh use your wand like the tool that it is when you're using your mascara and the last thing that I have in this honestly I'm not gonna lie guys this is kind of a letdown to have as like the last thing I probably should have used a more exciting product in this spot but dry spoolies so 
I, um, when I was getting my eyelashes done all the time, um, I would always leave the appointment with like a dry spoolie for just to like brush out your lashes and keep them in place because eyelash extensions can kind of like move around a little bit. And I fell in love with having the spoolie because it, it really does like make a huge difference if you take the time to like kind of just like brush your eyebrows out. It looks so nice. So that's kind of where I like started to have like dry spoolies for the first time. But I also have the Anastasia Beverly Hills like um, eyebrow brush with a spoolie on one end and like a little, I don't know, like a freaking eyebrow makeup brush on the other end. And the spoolie part is just so nice because I like if you're applying either like an eyebrow gel or a pencil or whatever product it is that you're using to fill in your brows, a spoolie just brushes it out in such a nice natural looking way where it like kind of smudges any harsh lines but also it's gentle enough that like you can keep the color there but just like get rid of any insane looking lines so that's amazing for brows it's also amazing for mascara if you have a dry spoolie and you are feeling like your eyelashes are clumped or just like they just need a little like a little zhuzh you can just take a dry spoolie and brush the mascara a little like gently and it usually does the trick for me so I just love them and you can buy them as packs or you can buy just like a spoolie that you keep forever just one and like use over and over again but I just think that they are so awesome for so many different things um and I actually also sometimes very gently use a dry spoolie to get mascara off my eyelid like I was just talking about so they just have such amazing benefits and they just work so well for so many different things so I just think that they are a great thing to have in your beauty routine especially because they're so affordable and effective and that's that so I hope you guys liked this episode it was a little bit of a longer one but I just love awesome beauty products especially when they're affordable and looking over this list everything is okay basically everything no everything's less than $20 the only thing in question is the tanologist tanning drops it might be like $21 but they're so worth it so yeah I just strongly believe that beauty does not have to be super expensive you don't have to buy like the most expensive brands to have expensive looking results you just have to be strategic and like know what you're doing and as you can see like I am definitely not like a dramatic makeup person so like I love a natural clean look that just looks fresh so all of these products are in the pursuit of just looking healthy and fresh and glowy with like as little effort as possible so if you guys are looking for a low effort routine this is it. So I hope you guys liked this episode. Reach out to me on social media if you are inspired to buy any of these products or if you use any of these products and you feel equally as passionate about them, let me know. Share this episode with a friend who is in search of products at all times and follow me on Instagram at KayleeCarcher underscore and follow the podcast at BeautifulLifePod on Instagram and... Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.